When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into 49ers Access. My name is Sterling Bennett, and today we are going to preview the San Francisco 49ers as they take on the Los Angeles Rams at SoFi Stadium, Levi's South, as Niner fans have have called it since we seemingly take over their stadium every single time we play the Rams. And look, to put it bluntly, this as of week 8 of the NFL season, is the biggest game of the year for the San Francisco 49ers. You lose this game, you are in the exact same spot you were last year. And I've been preaching it for the past couple weeks. You cannot find yourself in the exact same spot you were last year. You have to win this Sunday against the Rams. You cannot make this team, and I don't even think this team could do what last year's team did, but you cannot make this team go through what last year's team did. You cannot, the improbability that was last year, I do not think exists this season for the San Francisco 49ers, so you have to win this Sunday in the biggest game of the season against the Rams, your hated rival in their home at SoFi Stadium. It's a chance to go 4-4, four and four Going into the bye week, a chance to go into the bye week with a win, then get healthy, then play the Chargers and the Cardinals and go on to the second half of the season feeling pretty good about yourself. And I truly believe if San Francisco wins this week against the Rams, there's a good chance they win the next three games. Who am I? Who are you? Who is anybody to bet against Kyle Shanahan coming out of the bye week playing the Chargers and the Cardinals? Now... On the flip side of that, the Rams this week, Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, they're coming off their bye week. They've had the extra week to prep for the Niners coming into week eight at SoFi Stadium. And again, who am I to bet against Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Jalen Ramsey, and Aaron Donald coming out of the bye week? Because look, This Rams team, while not being who they were last year, this is by all means, in my opinion, their quote-unquote Super Bowl slump. Like, this is them being mediocre. You know, Matthew Stafford has the elbow injuries, or, or or the arm fatigue, you can say, and the defense is banged up, the receiving core has been banged up, the offensive line for the Rams has been utterly demolished by injuries, and so this is their quote-unquote, you know, Super Bowl slump, and it looks as if, despite them still staying afloat, that this is a chance for San Francisco to push the Rams one game further down the pecking order. And if you if, if you are the Niners, you have to do that. A, a team that, at least as of 
2022 has had your number one that matters in the playoffs. Like, again, the Rams were the only team standing in the way of the Niners going to the Super Bowl last year. And if you can continue to push that team further and further down the pecking order, further and further limiting what they can do against you in the playoffs, uh, that's something you must do. It, it, those small things could be, may not be, but could be what separates you come January and potentially even February. So this game is just, it means, not to say that the, the season doesn't wrap up in one week, but but this game means so much for San Francisco's season. And to give you some, some stats to kind of further prove my point, San Francisco's playoff chances currently sit at 46.7. If they win on Sunday, they improve to 66%. If they lose, they drop down to 33%. Again, you lose, you are continually putting yourself in a hole. You've lost three games in a row. Two of them, Falcons, I think this week, that many fans would have said those should have been preseason W's. You cannot do that to yourself. I get the injuries. I understand. Trent Williams, McGlinchey, Mooney Ward, Jimmy Ward. I mean, how many guys do I have to mention? San Francisco has been the... San Francisco has had players miss the most games per, for injury since Kyle Shanahan became a head coach. More than Washington. More than the Lions. Like, Shanahan's teams are the most injured teams in football since 2017, since he became a Niner head coach, and I'm not going to get into why that is or how like what could make that the case, but just pointing out that I understand the injuries exist, but you cannot use that as an excuse against the team you've beaten seven times in a row in the regular season. There is no way this fan base is going to accept losing to the Rams in the regular season. Now, last year in the playoffs, you can say, well, you know, it stinks. This is why the offensive line was banged up. Jimmy Garoppolo was hurt. There, there are plenty of things to point to and say, that that sucks. I don't like that. But, okay, like, the Rams got a number once. We beaten them seven straight times with Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shannon at the helm. You have to win this game. This is, by all means, a must-win. You are in crunch time. Jimmy Garoppolo said in his press conference, we can feel the pressure. We can sense the urgency. Well, Jimmy, Kyle, anybody else on the field, uh, let's see what you do when your back's against the wall. Let's see what you're made of. Now, I would like to think that we know what they're made of, having seen what 2019 was like, and having seen what 2021 was like. But this team has a weird funk to it. It it has a weird, you know, the inability to find the rhythm. And we thought they found it in Carolina and against the Rams last time. And it just seems like every time San Francisco gets out of rhythm, they happen to be playing the Rams. And again, a chance to beat the Rams this week, go into the bye week with a win get healthy, but there are some concerns. There are some things that might, you know, make your your, your spidey sense kind of ding, 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 of like the, 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 the siren might sound of, this could be a problem. 
And I think the first thing is San Francisco's running game, if a few players do not play, is going to suffer. And that's despite having Christian McCaffrey now, despite having Jeff Wilson Jr. back. Like, there's there are some real things that I think could cost San Francisco this game. Uh, the first one being Kyle Juszczyk's not going to play this week with a broken finger, suffered against the Chiefs. I know his name doesn't get mentioned a lot. Sometimes I forget it, and you're like, oh yeah, Juice, how could I forget? But he is so integral to what this team does offensively. Uh, last year in 2021, they kind of called him the second center. He's like another quarterback in regards to how he can see the play unfolding uh, pre-snap. And he also is an amazing run blocker, the best fullback in football currently, albeit maybe the only one, but one of the best fullbacks in football. He is that kind of, uh, you know, the, the Swiss Army knife, right? Where he can do anything. And you don't have him on Sunday against the Rams, and you're a team that maybe has all these injuries, and you need a win, you want someone that's going to give you the mental edge, but also on the field, is so versatile, he can give you the physical edge. And if you don't have that, uh, that could be costly, because it's not just not having check. Like, this team can survive one game without Kyle check. But then you pair that with maybe not having Joan Jennings, who's a great run blocker, physical slot receiver. And then maybe the bigger one, the bigger named one at least, uh, Debo Samuel might not play on Sunday against the Rams at SoFi Stadium. And Debo Samuel suffered a hamstring injury against the Chiefs. And my first thought was, well, you know, you give him a few days off, rest it, you know, the, he gets rehab, figure things out. He'll be okay. He'll be a game time decision on Sunday. And while that can still be the case. Uh, he has not practiced all week. No, he could practice today, that being Friday, but it kind of feels like things are leaning towards Debo Samuel being inactive on Sunday against the Rams. And I think what you want of Debo Samuel this year, he's been kind of, he's been maybe a little invisible the past two weeks against the Falcons and the Chiefs, but against the Rams in seven career games, Debo Samuel has touched the ball 66 times for 740 yards and seven touchdowns. In the the last five games against the Rams, he's totaled 52 of his 66 touches and 621 of those 740 yards on top of the five touchdowns of the seven he has. Since 2021, Debo has averaged... 100 scrimmage yards, and TD. I mean, <laughs> like, Debo Samuel dominates the Rams. It just seems like every single day that Debo Samuel lines up against Jalen Ramsey or whoever else they have across from him in Los Angeles, it is game over. I mean, game freaking over for him. And not having him on Sunday, that... That could come at a big cost, and I know, look, I want to be positive here because two losses in a row, you want to look at things and say, how can we be positive about this team? How can we look at things and go, they're going to get better, right? Well, I want to give credit where credit's due. George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk this year have actually been really good the past few games, and I mean 
really, really, really good. In fact, when you're looking at a tight end and receiver duo on San Francisco, you'd likely point to Kittle and Debo. But in the past two weeks, Kittle and Ayuk became the first pair of Niners to register six-plus receptions and 80-plus receiving yards in back-to-back games since 1970. Since 1970, before Montana, before Steve Young, before Rice and Owens and John Taylor and Dwight Clark and on and on and on. Like, what they've done the last two weeks has been effective. They have three touchdowns between them the past two weeks and, you know, 80-plus yards for each of them in the past two games. Like, when they touch the ball, it's been house money for San Francisco. So... If you're, you know, maybe feeling bad about Debo not playing, maybe lean towards the positive saying, well, Ayuk's come to life, Kittle's come to life, and reminder, neither one of those guys were playing, you know, quote-unquote, very well in Week 4 against the Rams when San Francisco beat them 24-9. Like, Kittle had the near touchdown in the back of the end zone, and the offense was kind of struggling still, right? Coming off the Broncos game, the offense needed to pick me up, and it, all all the hate towards Jimmy G, you know, your plays suck, your draw plays suck, you know, the 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 lip read gate that was happening all over social media, like there there was some concerns about the offense, and it seemed like that Rams game in, in week four was the pick me up. Now they carried it over against the Panthers, but now they've kind of fallen back into their old ways. But I also want to give you maybe more positives here because. I know they lost last week. I know they got really they got their butt handed to them by the Chiefs 20 or 44-23. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But the offense in that game, despite the interception in the red zone, bad pick, can't do it. Despite, you know, the, the, the false start that pushes them out of field goal range. Like, that offense, San Francisco's offense, could have easily put up 33 points in that game. And to me, I know you have to execute. That's been a problem this year for San Francisco, not being able to execute. And it feels like that slowly but surely, they are starting to execute. And this game to me just feels like it's going to be a game where San Francisco's offense is going to have their best game or or at least one of their best games of the season. I can easily see them putting up 30 points in this game. And the reason I say that is because, in my opinion, despite the picks, despite the issues you have with him, there are times he doesn't open receivers. There are times his receivers drop passes. I believe Jimmy G has actually been playing pretty well. Now, not perfect, but any imagination, you know, like, not even close to perfect. He ain't Mahomes, he ain't Allen, but I think he's playing good enough to win. And against a team like the Rams this year, 
that has the second best run defense per DVOA, this is going to be a tough game for San Francisco to to have an impactful running game. Even with Christian McCaffrey, even with Jeff Wilson Jr., this feels like a game where it's going to be on Jimmy Garoppolo's shoulders. Now, that could be screen passes and dump-offs and, and quick-outs, the stuff that we know this team can exploit the Rams with, but this game does feel like, coming down to the wire, it's going to be, hey, Jimmy, lead us to victory. And I just think that right now, the way things are trending, despite losing two games in a row, I think they can do that. I think that this is a game where Jimmy has... 280 plus yards and two touchdowns and even if it's one pick we know him he has a few of those a game right you know a few of those those are you're like good god jimmy like what are you doing but the rams aren't the chiefs the rams i guess matthew stafford's not Mariota. like there are like stafford is a statue in the pocket he literally hikes it stares at cup and goes get open you're you're my guy you're the only guy i can throw to and so, on Sunday against the Rams, this game feels like this is going to be an outing for the offense to get another pick-me-up and actually hit its stride at the right time. And on defense for San Francisco, while, again, I do have some concerns, I talked about it last podcast, I do not like Jimmy Ward playing in the nickel against Cooper Cup. L- Lenore was just fine in Week 4. He allowed no passes over 20-plus yards. Cup had no touchdowns. Let him get you eight yards. Who cares? If the defense can just be able to stop the run, which the Rams have no running backs, like Cam Akers is not playing. He wants to get traded. They're trying to trade him. Daryl Henderson has not had a good year. Like The Rams this year feel as if they're a team leaking oil. And against the Niners, who have their number... It feels like that oil is going to continue to leak. Now, if San Francisco hasn't had you know much more success, records are the exact same, but the Niners are 2-0 in the division. And against the team, like Matthew Stafford, that doesn't have a mobile quarterback, doesn't have the weapons, they have a weapon, but not, not weapons that the Chiefs have. This is a game where... I think San Francisco's defensive line with a now healthier Nick Bosa, a healthier Ebukam, this is a game where I think they might be able to get, you know, three, four sacks. What would they have, like 14 pressures? Or, or, no, no. It was like 36 pressures against the Rams because that started their streak of more pressures than completions. And I think Stafford had 30 completions and they had 36 pressures. This is a game for San Francisco where they should be able to handle the Rams quickly and easily. Now, I said that plenty of times this year. That should have happened in Atlanta. But, look, despite Emmanuel Mosley not playing, and that also does concern me, Mosley's done for the year. Ward's in the slot. I don't like those two things. Like, one of the big takeaways from the game in Week 4 was that Mosley and and Mooney Ward were playing lockdown cornerback against Robinson and Cup. Let Cup eat. If you can lock down everybody else, that's house money. You may not have the the opportunity to lock down everybody else this year or or this game, excuse me. 
this could be a chance where the Rams do find Allen Robinson for a touchdown, or Tyler Higby for a big play, or even Skoranek, God, that guy's annoying, for a big play. But that being said, if Verrett can just be out there and be a body, and, and if Verrett is actually who we think he is in regards to who he was in 2020, we don't know, obviously, but if Verrett can be just a little bit of what he is in 2020, San Francisco has their cornerback too. Like, no one's asking Verrett, or at least I'm not asking Verrett to come in and say, be a lockdown cornerback in your first game back. Because my mind goes to 2019, where Verrett made his season debut against the Steelers in week, what was it, three or four? He got burnt in two plays, and Kyle Shanahan was like, get off the frickin' field, put him on IR, he's done. Like, they've been slowly but surely, you know, waiting for him to get healthy, but there's a chance on Sunday that Verrett isn't, you know, ready to play, quote-unquote, just yet. Now, he might be, and I hope he is. I love Jason Verrett. And this team needs him to step up in a big moment. Again, this team needs a pick-me-up. This team needs to get momentum, steal momentum from the Rams. And I think they can do that. Because it's not like Matthew Stafford's going to make big play after big play. Now, they may have a 20-yard pass in this game. Big deal. He had zero against them in Week 4. One's not going to change the game. But I just think, as of right now, if I asked you, take your bias out of the picture. Who's a better team, the Rams or the 49ers? I think every single one of us would say the Niners. Simply because the roster. And look, the past few games, the Rams against the Niners scored 9 points. Against the Cowboys, 10 points. And against the Panthers, 24 points. Yeah, the Panthers stink. San Francisco put up 37 points against the Panthers. Like, the the Rams' offense is not this, you know, smoothly run machine. And that game was Phillip Walker's first game back after being quarterback three for the Panthers. And let's be clear here, Matthew Stafford is not going to be tearing you up play-by-play. He's just not. He He's not that guy. And, and, and look... Matthew Stafford this year has been a turnover machine. And I mean turnover machine. You know, if I told you Matthew Stafford leads the NFL in interceptions, what would you say? Because it's true. What if I told you that Matthew Stafford has a higher interception rate than Jimmy Garoppolo? I bet you go, no way! It's true. Matthew Stafford is going to give this game, or at least give the Niners a chance to steal this game at SoFi. Like, Matthew Stafford has not been, you know, the 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 the, the three first-round pick and your starting quarterback traded to Detroit for Matthew Stafford. I get it. They got the championship. This is not the same year. This is not 2021. Like, Matthew Stafford's thrown in his last... Three games, a pick per game, and he has one touchdown per game. Like, Matthew Stafford has not, he's thrown more picks in his last three games than touchdowns. Now, bye week for them, preparation should be better, but it just feels like that, again, whether it's arm fatigue or 
a, a, a slump following their championship victory, it feels like that this Rams team is leaking oil. And I don't want to bring this up, but this is an opportunity for Kyle Shanahan, who after last year wanted Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay said, nope, he's mine, stole him in the middle of the night while Shanahan was in Cabo and said, look what I got. And they wanted, and they won a championship, right? Well, this is Kyle Shanahan's chance to say, hey, you want a Christian McCaffrey? Oh, I'm going to pluck him. Look what I got and use him to dominate this game. Like, this is a chance for, I guess, some version, some version of revenge for Kyle Shanahan. Because Christian McCaffrey against the Rams earlier this year, uh, uh, he, he, he kind of killed them, right? 13 carries, 69 yards, 5.3 yards per catch, 50 yards after contact, 7 catches, 89 yards. He had 158 scrimmage yards. It led both teams. I mean, if you're not going to have Debo Samuel, you might as well utilize the weapon that now has the full playbook and that you stole from Sean McVay. What was the big difference, despite many other things happening, what's the one big difference fans point to last year? The Rams had Stafford, Niners had Garoppolo. Well, what is something different this year? The Rams have Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson, and now you have Christian McCaffrey. Like, you have one of the best offensive weapons in football. Utilize him. And if Debo can't play, I am fully expecting Christian McCaffrey to fill that Debo saying like, like, even Aaron Donald is like, yeah, they got to watch out for that guy. Like, he, he's not saying, who's that? Who? I, I have no idea who Christian McCaffrey is. He's going, no, no, we know who he is. We, we have all the respect in the world for Christian McCaffrey. He called him a headache. And you give you give a headache of a player to, to game plan for and take him out of Matt Rule's system and give that person to Kyle Shanahan, it, that should be a walking, sprinting, living nightmare for the Los Angeles Rams. And this game just feels like it's going to be heavy-handed Niners. It might be close late, but this game just feels like San Francisco can get their pick-me-up. Now, the defense has to play their part, right? You can't be letting Cup gash you all game for 15 yards. And the offense has to execute. Those have been problems the last two weeks. But I do think Mooney Ward, I think he had the injury last week. I think Jimmy Ward had the injury. It, it, it hampered them. Nick Bosa the same way. Ebukon the same way. But on Sunday, this will be the healthiest San Francisco has been since, what, week three? This is a chance for them to to get back in the win column, end their losing streak, and go into the bye week on top. And also, they can celebrate with the faithful. Vivid Seats said 59% of the crowd on Sunday will be Niner fans at SoFi Stadium, and that number can still go up. Niner fans travel well. Niner fans travel well, and I do think on Sunday, they are going to be celebrating another victory against the Rams, another victory at SoFi Stadium. And if the Niners win on Sunday, which I think they will do, they will have swept the Rams for four years in a row. Wow. Four years in a row. That's 2022, 2023, 
21, even 2020, and 2019. And Jimmy Garoppolo would advance to 8-0 against the Los Angeles Rams. Dating back to 2017. That's insane. I mean, how can you not hear that and have all the confidence in the world that San Francisco is going to win? Knowing the Rams are banged up, they're beat up, their offense can't score points. Like, you say what you want to San Francisco's offense. It's not putting up 9 and 10 points the last two weeks. It may not be this fully running machine. I get that. But, you know, they put up 23 against the Chiefs. They, you know, they, they didn't score in the second half against the Falcons. I get that. But, like, they're not putting up 10 points and 9 points. And, and they're moving the football. I just think this week against the Rams is a chance for them to finally execute in the red zone. The ability to cross the goal line, get back into the win column, this just feels like the right week. Every Rams week feels like the right week to get back on track, am I right? I mean, that's kind of how it's been the last four years, but hopefully on Sunday it remains the same. And if you want to go to that game on Sunday, if you want to be part of the Red Sea of Niner Faithful at SoFi Stadium... Use promo code 49ERSACCESS, 49ERSACCESS at SeatGeek.com to save yourself $20 off your first purchase. Again, at SeatGeek.com. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, leave that review, and follow us on social media. The Instagram is at 49ers.access, Twitter, 49ers underscore access. If Debo Samuel and Kyle Juszczyk and Juwan Jennings are not active on Sunday... You are going to figure that out first if you follow us on social media. My name is Sterling Bennett. This has been the Forward Matter Access Podcast. And until next time, stay faithful.